Kadaha, you are listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the premier podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary with the Vision for China team. For more information about our Vision for China team and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's visionforchina.org. There you're going to find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to assess how you can better aim your life at making Jesus known in China, whether that be by praying, sending, or even going as a missionary. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe and or follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform with push notifications turned on to never miss an episode of the broadcast. And you can always check out visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's visionforchina.org slash podcast for an up-to-date directory of which platforms were found on. If you have any friends interested in China, missions, or both that might enjoy the podcast, be sure to let them know what the A Thousand Lives broadcast is all about. We with Vision for China firmly believe that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China and trust that if we aim our lives at making much of him both there and around the world, we have no need to fear language barriers, culture barriers, persecution, or any other obstacles thrown our way because, just as he himself said in Matthew 28, he will be with us always, even unto the end of the world. Well, for this episode, we've got a story from Hudson Taylor's days doing itinerant evangelism with senior missionary and mentor, Brother William Burns. It was still technically illegal at the time for missionaries to push their ministries much beyond a treaty port like Shanghai, and yet Hudson and Brother Burns found themselves on the third week of an evangelistic tour about 25 miles northwest of Shanghai. Their living conditions were by no means luxurious, sleeping in small boats along the river each evening before going ashore to find crowds to preach to each day. What exactly would an evangelistic tour like this look like? What was a typical day composed of on such a trip? How did they go about evangelizing, and how were they received by the people? Well, we'll discover answers to all of these questions, as well as the wisdom we can glean from them, but first, let's hear about this episode's Chinese City Challenge. For this episode's Chinese City Challenge, I'd like to challenge everyone to research and pray for the city of Changsha, located in Hunan Province, China. Changsha is Hunan Province's capital city and is home to nearly 6 million people in the urban center and a total of over 10 million in the greater area. Geographically, Changsha City and Hunan Province are an inland southern province of China. Culturally, Changsha is known for its spicy food. Some familiar with China might know that Sichuan is another Chinese region known for spicy food, though many Chinese, especially those in the south, would say that the Chinese food in Changsha and greater Hunan province is even spicier. My personal two cents is that I've never been to either province, though I've eaten in restaurants that specialize in each style of food, and I am personally persuaded that Hunanese food, the food of Changsha City, is spicier than Sichuan food, making Changsha cuisine, at least in my mind, the spiciest food culture there in China. Historically, Hunan was a difficult province and Changsha thereby a difficult city for missionaries in the early days of China missions to access. The people in the days of Hudson Taylor were very anti-foreigner and even more anti-missionary. However, missionary Adam Dorward did much for the cause of opening up Changsha and greater Hunan province to the gospel as we've explored previously here on the broadcast. In modern Changsha, there are many hundreds of millions of people both in the city and greater Hunan province that have no knowledge of the news of Jesus Christ. They live in darkness and are ignorant of the truths of Scripture. They do not know the Word of God. They are in dire need of gospel preaching. Please ask the Lord to send preachers to Changsha City and Hunan province. 
Brother, I'd like to challenge you to do a bit of your own research on the city of Changsha. The city is spelled C-H-A-N-G-S-H-A and is located in Hunan province. Hunan is spelled H-U-N-A-N. The challenge is to spend about 15 minutes either skimming the city's Wikipedia page or viewing a video related to Changsha on YouTube. Whether that be a walkthrough, synopsis, or maybe some drone footage, I encourage you to see what videos you can find for the city of Changsha. And as you watch, consider how the Lord might use you to reach this city with the gospel. Next, after you've done that, I challenge you to spend another 15 minutes or so praying for Changsha and the people there. Pray that they would hear the gospel and be saved. Pray that the Lord would bless believers and churches that might already be there in the city. And pray that the Lord would raise up and send forth many more preachers who would devote their lives to take the gospel to Changsha. And finally, remember to message Vision for China on social media, letting us know an interesting thing you learned about the city. We want to hear from you and hear how the Lord is growing your heart for the Chinese. Again, finding us on social media is super easy. Just use the handle Vision for China, V-I-S-I-O-N, for C-H-I-N-A. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let us know what you learned about Changsha. What are you waiting for? Get after this Chinese City Challenge and see how the Lord works in your heart as you research and pray. Brother Burns continued on, balancing himself on the bamboo stool and finger keeping his place in his passage there in Philippians chapter 2. Hudson, though a short ways away, kneeling under a tree, heard him clearly. He continued to plea for blessing. O oh Lord, that you would glorify yourself this morning. Oh, that you would use the foolishness of preaching. Do a work in the hearts of the people here. Show them your truth. Bless Brother Burns' preaching. Brother Burns then could be heard elaborating on the death of Christ, explaining what the phrase, even the death of the cross. Gas were heard from the couple of dozen or so Chinese who gathered around Brother Burns as he described in great detail the act of crucifixion. The crowd's people, like most Chinese, were no strangers to the idea of capital punishment, but had never heard of this particular method. They stood amazed that Brother Burns had the audacity to say that Shangdi, God himself, would submit himself to such torment and that his scriptures would put forth this sort of submission as some kind of humility worth us people emulating. Hudson prayed on, Lord, by your Spirit, do a work in the hearts of these precious people. Thank you that we can bring the light of the gospel even here. Please, pierce through their darkness and make Christ and his glory clear to this crowd. We want to see you work today. Hudson noticed Brother Burns begin to wrap up. 再下来,我请我朋友小戴,来跟大家讲耶稣复活的事情。Motioning to Hudson and announcing that he would preach on the resurrection, Brother Burns stepped down. That was Hudson's cue. He arose, hustled over, and climbed atop the bamboo stool. Taking the Chinese New Testament from Brother Burns, he flipped to 1 Corinthians 15 and began preaching for about 20 minutes himself. 
This time, Brother Burns kneeled off to the side in fervent prayer for the Lord's blessing. This tag-team preaching continued thus for about three more rounds, back and forth between Hudson and Brother Burns, before the duo noticed it was about midday. They announced to the small crowd that they would retire for dinner, but that they would return later in the afternoon to speak more about the glad tidings of this Jesus. Heading back to their boats where they kept food, they spent the next couple of hours eating, refreshing themselves there along the river, and praying for wisdom as to where and what to preach that afternoon and where to spend their evening. It was decided upon that they should preach in the same location in town that afternoon until dusk, and after a brief break, they should find a tea shop to mingle with and engage in free conversation with the people. This they did, actually being invited by someone in the afternoon crowd to stop by his cousin's tea shop just a 20-minute walk away from their preaching point because the man wanted to hear more from them concerning Jesus. After eating supper, the two missionaries made their way to the designated shop and received a warm welcome from their hosts, who had invited many neighbors to hear the story of the God-man who died on wooden crossbeams and rose again. They spent many hours that evening showing the people from the scriptures the gospel of Christ. Many scripture portions and tracts were given out, and they even received an invitation to preach on the other side of town the next day, just outside of a restaurant owned by a man in attendance at this informal tea shop meetup. Concluding their visit at the tea shop, they bid all good night and made their way back to their boats to retire for the evening. After eating a bit of food, they prayed together thanking the Lord for the opportunity to preach Jesus that day and devoting the following day's preaching to him as well. They thus continued in towns along the northern shore of the Yangtze in southern Jiangsu province another couple of weeks or so, sleeping in their boats out on the river each evening, all before returning to Shanghai to regroup and consider another such evangelistic tour. Brother both Hudson Taylor and Brother William Burns were convinced of the power of preaching. They were persuaded of the efficacy of preaching the gospel message of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. They knew the gospel to be the power of God into salvation. They knew that only in the Jesus that they preached could everlasting life be found. Though they were thousands of miles from all that they grew to know and love back home, though they were living amid a completely different sort of people with a different language, different customs, and a different culture, they trusted that the gospel message, the scriptures, and the promises of God remained unchanged. Brother, do you trust the Lord? As young Hudson and Brother Burns, do you trust him when he says that the gospel is his power unto salvation? Do you trust that preaching, though deemed foolish by this world, is what God is pleased to use to save sinners? My friend, there is power in preaching. There is power in the preaching of the gospel. Yes, the world does deem it foolish. Yes, the world's wisdom does take preaching of the message of Christ as a waste of time. And yet, God, in his wisdom, has chosen to use preaching to destroy the wisdom of the wise of this world. 
Hudson and Brother Burns were convinced of the power of preaching. They were persuaded of the power of the gospel. Just think of how they spent their time on these evangelistic tours, preaching in 20-minute intervals, day in and day out. As one preached, the other would rest his voice and spend time praying and pleading for the Lord to work. They were so convinced of its power that they devoted whole seasons of their lives, in multiple week chunks even, to the daily grind of preaching Jesus up and down the Yangtze River by day and evangelizing the towns from tea shop to tea shop by night. Friend, has the Lord put a desire to preach Him among the nations in your heart? Has He called you to proclaim Him in China? If so, are you currently, wherever you are, seeking out opportunities to preach Christ? Are you prioritizing preaching as you prepare to go to China? Yes, trust the Lord to prepare you and get you to China in His timing. Trust Him to direct your steps. Trust Him to guide and direct you along your way. At the same time, get to preaching. Notice that in the account of Hudson and Brother Burns here in this episode, there wasn't much time to prepare new messages on the fly. That does not mean that they weren't prepared. Rather, it means that they had prepared well in advance. Brother Burns had spent time preaching in Canada, Ireland, and even Fujian province further south in China before taking these evangelistic tours along the Yangtze with Hudson Taylor. Hudson himself had preached in England and was well-versed in sharing the gospel in the slums of London before ever arriving in Shanghai and heading beyond. Why? Because they each, from a young age, were convinced of the foolishness of preaching. They were convinced that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And because they were thus convinced, they devoted much time before ever even arriving in China to familiarizing themselves with Scripture and spent much time preaching and evangelizing, which made them ready to preach on this 20-minute rotation for 10 or more rotations a day for multiple weeks at a time. So, brother, my question to you is, how are you readying yourself to serve the Lord full-time overseas? How are you getting ready to preach Jesus in China? Are you convinced of the foolishness of preaching? Not that preaching is foolish, but to the world it would so seem. And yet the Lord in His wisdom has chosen to use this so-called foolishness of preaching to bring people to Him. Are you persuaded that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation? Brother, would you devote your life to making Christ known in China? Would you give your all to making Him famous in a place like China? Would you trust Him to send you where He desires to be proclaimed? If you already have, continue to pray, plan, and prepare. Consider reaching out to us with Vision for China to learn practical next steps towards China missions. Brother, if you haven't yet devoted your life to serving the Lord in China, I challenge you to consider doing so. I challenge you to pray and beg the Lord to send you there and allow you to make His name famous there. Why not devote your life to reaching China with the gospel and teaching Chinese converts to do the same? If the Lord is leading you in that direction, we, with Vision for China, would love to help you along your path with everything from 
Bible training and missions training to language and culture training. My friend, we are here to provide you a path for you to follow, to get you from wherever you are right now in life, all the way to standing in China before a group of Chinese people with a Bible in your hand and in the Chinese language preaching unto them Jesus. If we can help you along that path in any way, reach out at info at visionforchina.org. That's info at visionforchina.org. Tell us who you are and let us know how we can come alongside and be a help. Remember, there are dozens of millions in China that need preachers if they are ever to hear the gospel message. They need preachers convinced of the power of preaching. They need preachers convinced of the power of God unto salvation, which is the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Are you convinced that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation? Are you convinced that the Lord in his wisdom has chosen to use the foolishness of preaching to bring lost souls to him? Brothers Hudson and Brother Burns knew that the gospel was God's power unto salvation. They knew the power of preaching. They were persuaded of the so-called foolishness of preaching that in the wisdom of God is God's means of bringing people to salvation. You know, the Bible teaches in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 that means the preaching of the cross is unto us which are saved the power of God. Hudson Taylor and Brother William Burns firmly believe that Brother, will you give your life to preaching Christ in China? Will you trust him to use you in the foolishness of your preaching there? Will you trust him to give his gospel fruit through your preaching in China? Are you willing to live in China and preach Christ, trusting that the people of China need men who Foolish though they may be, according to the world's wisdom, trust that. They need men who will go preaching Christ and his gospel, regardless of how foolish they may seem. Will you, my brother, go to China, persuaded that? Will you go, trusting the Lord, to use the foolishness of your preaching? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Thank you all for listening in and letting others know that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. Don't forget, the Chinese City Challenge for this episode spent about 15 minutes researching Changsha City in Hunan Province. Changsha is spelled C-H-A-N-G-S-H-A, and then spent another 15 minutes praying that the Lord will raise up more preachers for the people there. And again, remember to message us, the Vision for China team, on social media to let us know an interesting thing you learned about Changsha and let us know you are interested in Chinese missions. People in Changsha and all throughout China need preachers who are persuaded that Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. 
This has been Austin, your host and missionary with the Vision for China team. For more information about our Vision for China team and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. There you're going to find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as to assess how you can better aim your life at making Jesus known in China, whether that be by praying, sending, or even going as a missionary. Well, until next time, 再见。